Well, welcome back to In the Growth Space. My name is David McGlennon and I'm your host and growth coach. I'm so excited to uh, be with you again today. And I'm excited for this conversation. Um, this uh, this conversation is with uh, a gentleman that I met on Instagram. And um, let me just tell you a little bit about Chad because um, he, he's an amazing, uh, amazing man. And uh, I knew that I wanted to, to have him on the podcast uh, as soon as I met him. So Chad is the assistant athletic director and head men's and women's tennis coach at Point University in Georgia. He was a record-breaking D1 athlete at Liberty University, and he's an award-winning collegiate coach with over 15 years of experience serving as a coach. He recently released his first book in August called The Freshman, 15 Lessons to Ace the Next Semester of Life. As soon as I picked up the book uh, that, that Chad wrote and, and read through it, I, I knew that I, I had to have him on uh, the, the podcast because really his his book is about growth and his book is really about growth in various seasons of your life. And, and as you will hear, uh, we talk about that. We talk about not just his uh, initial audience, but uh, the other audiences that the book applies to as well. So I know that you'll enjoy this conversation. So here it is. Welcome to the show, Chad. David, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, I am too. And, and I, I uh, got into your book and I'm really excited to talk with you about it uh, because the lessons that you talk about, and I, I know you have a specific audience that you're addressing, but quite frankly, those lessons are, are great for any, uh, any audience and, and any age, especially for those people who want to be in that growth space and, and really um, make something intentional with their life. So tell me a little bit about the background. Like, how did you get into tennis? You know, kind of tell us your story. Sure. Yeah. So uh, my father was a, a teaching pro um, growing up. So the tennis club was like a second home to me. And, uh, you know, I was able to go and, and play Division One tennis at, at Liberty and, and had a blast there. Um, after that, I, I got married right at 22. So I was applying for jobs like crazy and uh, really lucky to land a, a PE job uh, in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, I was a K through eight athletic director as well um, so in that time I was uh, I got my master's online and coaching high school tennis uh, just trying to learn and, and grow as much as I could and I kind of got an itch on my heart to get back into tennis I felt that was kind of my, my my gift and and what how I could help others grow and so we saw the the job posted down here at at point applied and and was able to land the job um, so I was 26 when I got my first head coaching job here at Point and took over a second year program. We, it was kind of in disarray, you know, hor horrible culture. We had no windscreens, no, uh, no scorecards, no, no teaching equipment. And so we just started with the, the bottom and, and I'm, a, I'm a builder. So I, I love the challenge of just taking it from the bottom. And uh, we were fortunate to just get better each year and get the right people on board. And we were, we were able to um, be, be sitting at number two in the country there in 2019. So we've had some success and uh, it's been a, an awesome journey. Wow. That's, that's a great story. What, what is it about tennis that, that you love so much? I'm kind of curious about that. I, I love, um, I just love everything about it. I love the, the mental struggle, the, the physical challenge, um, just the, 
the one-on-one -on -one nature or two-on-two -two of, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's mostly all on the player. You can't blame, blame a teammate. Um, and, and yeah, I think it's a, a great physical sport for life and uh, just love everything about it. I've got to believe that the, the mental game of tennis is every bit as important as the physical game. I mean, I know it's a physical game. I mean, you know, you look at the tennis pros, at least I look at tennis pros today and I think, man, they are amazing athletes, but not only are they amazing athletes, they've got to be able to be mentally strong and mentally tough. And, and I'm kind of wondering is, is that part of how you coach or, you know, some things that you guys talk about in your, yeah, in your preparation? Sure. Most definitely, you know, at, at the college level, um, everybody has the game. They all have the skills and just kind of what separates is that that mental belief, that mental toughness. Um, mm -hmm. Even at the professional level, if you watch the top 10 pros, they all might look a little different with how they hit. But um, yeah, their their ability to just focus in on, on the point and be in the moment and uh, still bring their talents under pressure is is amazing to watch. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I can see that. I mean, I've watched, t uh, you know, tennis matches. I, I'm not, I, I would say I'm not like a tennis, uh, like guru or anything, but I love, I love watching the U S open. I love watching, uh, the French open on the clay courts and I love Wimbledon. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up, you know, watching Wimbledon on, you know, Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings and, and, uh, uh, I love watching the game. I have to tell you, though, I'm horrible at the game. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll, I'll give you a few pointers after we hang up here. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds great. I love it. Well, so let's talk about, um, I, I want to go to to your book because um, I, I think that there you've got some really amazing story. This is, and, and I'll, I'll just tell people, I mean, it's a story. And it's, it's a story, um, I would call it kind of like a, a fable, but yet there's lessons within that. And I love it because, because um, I think so many times by telling a story, we're able to kind of put ourselves in that place. And I know that as I was reading it, um, I, I thought about my freshman year, you know, and it's, it's called the freshman. And um, I, I thought about my freshman year and some of the, you know, dumb things I did, but then you know, things uh, that I learned. And so I, I'm like, talk, talk about like, where did the idea come from? And then, um, you know, what, what got you to, to write this book? Yeah. So after, after about three years down here at Point, I, mm -hmm. I just had just about one, one person each first semester as a freshman, just struggle mm -hmm. or bomb out or have to leave the school for academics or social choices. Um, so I think out of my heart, I was like, man, I, I need to do something to help. Um, so the, uh, as a Christmas break, I was at my in-laws house when I opened up the grades on my phone and just my heart sank again, like, man, not, not again. And that night I, I was reading to my, my small children, a Berenstein Bears book, and it had, um, you know, I was trying to teach these, these lessons and, and character uh, qualities to my kids. And I just had that idea that maybe I could write an engaging story for, for a college student and uh, teaching some lessons along the way so that they don't have to learn the hard way or lose thousands of dollars or have these major setbacks. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of how the initial idea came about. And I kind of sat on the idea for, for four or five months and, and uh, thought, oh, who am I to write a book type of thing? And, um, and I heard John Acuff share a quote. He said something like 80% of people want to write a book, but only 1% do. And so that same day I, I got done with my workout when I was listening to his podcast and just sat down on the computer, started typing up the story and uh, worked on it for a couple summers and 
I was able to complete it here here this last summer. So I'm uh, thankful for that. And it's been exciting to see um, just a few of these text messages and emails of people being impacted by the story, uh, by the lessons. Yeah. Yeah. There's some great lessons in here. Um, I, I would, I would kind of be um, curious just to hear, I mean, there's 15 lessons, but is, is there, are, are there, you know, maybe like your top three to five lessons that you think are so important for, and, and let's just stay with freshmen for just a, a moment. So freshmen, you know, young people going into college, because I know that that's a great, I mean, it's a big transition going from, mm. Um, you know, having to be kind of under your parents' roof and, and then moving out and having such complete freedom. And, you know, some, some, you know, some young people handle that really well and, and, and others don't. And so um, is, there, is there, you know, one of those lessons in your 15 that kind of stands out to you as really something that is, you know, maybe those are the kind of the top five or top three for you? Yeah, um, I, I, I do agree with you that um, you know, at, at different stages in life, maybe a different lesson might stand out to each individual. And, um, you know, I've had a, a 63-year-old strong leader read it. And as he's entering the, the retirement age, thinking he's entering this freshman year, <laughs> I had a 45-year-old neighbor read it. And he's, he's saying, you know, hey, these, these are speaking to me and then some college students as well. So um, I, I think um, just starting with the um, you know, choosing right people and surrounding yourself. Uh, you know, for me coming down here to point, I, I thought I knew tennis um, and stuff. Tennis coach, let's just do tennis. And, and I quickly saw how important my team was for, I didn't have an assistant coach at the time with coaching 16 people that first year. So I thought, hey, we need to get an assistant coach on board. We need um, to engage the athletic trainers, the eligibility um, directors, um, the admissions coordinators, like everybody is playing a role in, in our program. Um, and, and so I think, yeah, I see that huge, that first week or two of school, who the students link up with, um, mm -hmm. the troublemakers are going to find each other and the people that want to go the right direction are going to find each other. So really from the get go, choosing, choosing who you're going to surround yourself with, I think is huge for college freshmen. Um, from there, um, just people talk about priorities. Um, I think the lesson, get your big rocks in first. Um, I think that's that's been been big. Um, just seeing students waste their time um, on social media or video games, movies, and then at the end of the night they're like, "Oh shoot, I forgot to prepare for this test tomorrow." Where I'm trying to teach my my players, you know, get your big rocks in first. You're going to study for the first hour, and then you're going to have time to goof off and have a good time. So um, just the, getting the big rocks in first, and, and that just comes from a mentor sat down with me and drew the the glass jar three big rocks, uh, small pebbles in the sand, and how do you get it all inside first? Obviously, we got to get the big ones in first. So yeah. I think those are, are two that really come to mind. And I, I kind of feel the, the entire book is kind of about um, just growth, listening and learning. Obviously, if you're going to pick up a book, you're interested in, in growing and learning. So yeah. um, you know, the, the third lesson in there is uh, just listen to learn from everyone. So even a, a bad teacher, a bad coach, you can still take something away if your mind is open to, mm -hmm. to learning. Yeah. Gosh, Chad. Yeah. And, and as I was listening to you um, talk about those three in particular, and first of all, I have to say you're right. I mean, it's not just about freshmen going into a college because I loved your, your comment about the, the person who was entering into his freshman year or her freshman year of, of retirement. 
And, and I think that, that there's a lot of freshman years. I remember my quote freshman year in business mm-hmm. and um, man, you know, there was a lot of things that I learned and, and, you know, some of these lessons I really wished I would have had five years ago. Uh, and, uh, but surrounding yourself with people that will help you be your best. I think, I mean, as you mentioned that, I would definitely put that at the top of the list as well. And then being able to focus, being able to focus on those big things, those big rocks, um, that's, that's huge. That's huge for anybody in business, anybody in life, because we don't accomplish anything in life unless we do the things that we need to do at first and, and, you know, not waste our time. So uh, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, man. Um, so, so what, um, you know, as you, as you have come up with these lessons, um, how did you, like, how did you come up with them? How did you, how did you, um, you know, kind of pick these 15 lessons uh, to put into your book? Yeah, I, I kind of started in, in reverse, reverse order. I just started writing down every lesson that I had seen freshmen in college make. So, you know, choosing bad friends, I just reversed into the positive. Let's choose right people. Um, so I, I just started with a, a little brainstorm session, pen and paper and, and wrote it all down and, and then tried to kind of put it in some sort of order, a little bit of a progression and clumping them together. Uh, we're kind of the start is more about finding yourself, um, figuring out who you want to be uh, a little bit in the, in the growth in the middle. And then towards the end, it's more about, uh, giving back and, and impacting others. And I think that's what leadership is about is mm-hmm. not just about yourself but now let's let's help others grow and become the best that they can be and trying to play that guide rather than the hero yeah man i i love that play playing the guide rather than the hero because i mean i think that's so true in 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 business you know so many times we think that we need to be the hero but in honestly uh, honesty I mean, it's really, um, I, I think playing the guide is so much more rewarding and so much more fulfilling. And uh, I, I have to imagine that as a coach, that, I mean, that kind of plays into where you're at as a coach. Definitely. And, and I think, uh, you know, we've probably seen, uh, obviously leaders, but also think about coaching of people who are in it for, for you know, selfish reasons, um, just transactional coaching versus transformational. And uh I think there's a, there is a lot more joy and um, and pleasure if you can help uh, help somebody else get it and and see them succeed. Um, you know, I'm having more joy seeing my players celebrate after a win than I would have had uh, as an athlete. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. What um, you know, what do you think is like as you've gone through your own growth journey? Um, is there, is there any uh, particular like life lesson or maybe it's one of these lessons that you feel has been um, instrumental in, in really growing you and, 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 and helping you to be, you know, growth oriented and growth minded? It's a great question. I think, um, I think the, the biggest lesson that, that I've been focusing on as of late is, is just, I think, whether it's sports or, or business, that we're in the people business. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a person that plays tennis rather than, I think I first just focused, I only saw their, their two hours of practice each day, but thinking they have a family, they have a social life, mm-hmm. it's bigger than, than just tennis. But um, just the quote, 
Uh, you know, they don't, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And uh, that's what I've been working on is if I can uh, just know that my players can know that I care about them, that I love them, then um, I think it's going to free them up. I, I believe that, you know, perfect, perfect love casts out fear. And I just don't want my players playing with fear and, and scared out on the court. I want them to be freed up to be the best that they can be. So I'm, I'm really working to just reach the heart of my student athletes. Um, and, and I'm not perfect in it. There, there's days where they don't know it, they don't feel it. But um, each day as I see them, that's uh, in the forefront is just care about them, listen to them, hear their story, know about their, their situation and their family. Dad, I can't tell you how much that like makes me smile because I, I, I you know, and for those of you who are watching and, and, and listening, um, man, I mean, take this, take this one down because um, getting to the heart of people and recognizing that we're in the people business, I don't care if you're a tennis coach, if you're a CEO, if you're a vice president of a division, if, if you're, you know, we are all people. So in business, in life, we're people and we're humans. And so, gosh, you just really hit on, on such an important topic. As a matter of fact, what's interesting is um, yesterday, I, I was just getting ready to jump on a call um, with my mastermind group. And I got a text message from one of my coaching clients and um, he's a president of a company and he was just getting ready to, well, he was doing a strategy session with his executive leadership team. And we were talking about it earlier in the morning, real early. And, um, you know, he was just kind of walking me through his agenda. And I, I suggested that he make one small change to the agenda. And that is at the beginning of the, of the, of the, the meeting to really just kind of check in with people see where they are with their heart. You know, where's their, where's your heart today? What, how are you really doing? And, and <laughs> he texted me uh, later, later yesterday and shot me this note from somebody who was on his executive leadership team. And it was just affirmation of how he started that meeting that, you know, it was really appreciated. And so I say that just to be able to say to our listeners and our, our leaders uh, and, and people in, in, uh, in leadership, it really makes a huge difference to be able to, to, to tie into that human element and the human heart. Um, I got to believe that that helps you um, not only just win, but, but win in life with your, with your, uh, you, you know, your, your team. And, and I think that's thinking from my perspective, that's the type of leader that I would want to follow. You know, that's the kind of boss that I will want to work for. Um, and I think if, uh, you know, for the tennis court, they're going to have to go suffer for three hours on the tennis court to win a match sometimes. And I think if, if it's out of love, then they'll run through the wall for me, for our program, for, for each other. Um, so it's definitely a, a high priority and um, hope, hoping to do better on that every day. So um, tell me a little bit about like, so one of the things that I talked about just kind of at the, at the beginning of this, of this conversation is really this transition between um, my be the leader podcast to in the growth space. So I'm really fascinated about getting into growth. Where are you taking your team right now for their growth? Like what's the, what's the, the team's growth um, space as it were? And, and then what, uh, what about you personally? Yeah. So so as a team, we, we're, we're really focusing on um, just belief. And uh, um, we're talking about chase, chasing the lion and, and being fearless. Um, I'm reading it in, in the 
in the pit with the line on a snowy day right now and uh, just thinking through uh, that story and uh, what, what would make somebody go chase down a line and uh, pretty, pretty wild. But um, my team were, were maybe a player uh, worse than last year. And so in our mind, we might think, oh, we might not perform quite as well, but we believe if, if, we, um, if we're all committed, if we're all in the best shape of our lives, if we all fight on the tennis court, then we can um, go do anything. We don't wanna, we wanna be dream, uh, dream chasers rather than keeping you know, ceilings on our, what we can do. Uh, so I just wanna overbelieve. And, and just for me, I'm, I'm kind of working on just disciplines Mm. Um, staying, staying disciplined in certain habits with, with nutrition and sleep and um, morning routines. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm trying to get into my, my growth where uh, my kids are, are getting a little bit older and, mm. and we're trying to, our time is a little bit more slimmed up. So really trying to maximize the, the time I do get to um, be the, the best father and, and husband I can be and, and best worker too. Yeah, um, I, I think that just focusing on habits and, and creating routines and rituals, um, so important, not only in personal life, but in, 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 you know, in the growth space. I mean, that's yeah. to me, I think my, my morning ritual, uh, for, for, for example, I mean, that's, that's one that I'm continually, you know, honing and working on. I mean, it's, 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 for me, it's pretty easy because I've got it as a habit but the elements of it. So like I, you know, it's the same time every morning, but the elements of it, sometimes that changes a little bit. I, I don't know about you, but do you, do you change yours up? Do you kind of, um, you know, tinker with it a little bit? Yeah. I think I'm still working through it. Um, I read the 5am club right before yeah. the, the virus hit. Yeah. And I think that was quite helpful for me to just, um, process a little bit of the science behind and, uh, so yeah, I'm still trying to experiment around to see how, how best to work it. Um, I, I like, I'm trying to read, read first and kind of have my yeah. quiet time first. And then I'm getting my workout in where I know yeah. everybody's going to be a little different on, on how they want to spend their time. And just the, the other mm-hmm. growth area that I've been kind of focused on or since college, I've read just one book per month, which I thought that was a, a good goal and, and moving forward. I'm just I'm hearing uh, my assistant coach, for example, she's a semi retired uh, great, great lady. And she's reading like 55 books a year. And so oh my like, goodness. she can do 55. Uh, so I'm trying to do 25 books this year, two per month. So just trying to step up a little bit and, um, just keep reading, keep learning, keep growing. Oh man. I think that's, so you hit on something that for me, like, and, and it's why I love, I mean, I love books. And so, um, and I'm a voracious reader. I love it. Um, 55 books though, man, your assistant coach is like, she's killing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think that reading books is such a great way to, um, to, to grow and to, and to learn. One of the things that I have been doing too, and by the way, I love the 5, 5 a.m. club. Um, matter of fact, it kind of, re- you know, your, your book kind of reminded me of that book because it was a story format, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I thought, you know, that's, there's some great lessons within that story. Um, but I mean, I think that one of the things that I've been doing um, recently to, to take my reading maybe to the next level is reading the book, but then kind of coming back to it and revisiting my highlights, my thoughts, and actually implementing one or two things that I learned out of it. Because so many times I found myself just kind of blowing through a book and, and going, oh, that's great. That's great head knowledge. But then mm-hmm. what am I going to actually do with it? What do I what do I need to apply? And um, 
so anyway, that's a, that's a place where I'm, I'm growing and, and learning. Um, but uh, what, what are you reading right now? So you, you, I mean, you mentioned uh, In the Pit with a Lion, I think it was called. I'm, I'm not familiar with that book, so I, I'm, I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah, that's uh, reading that and uh, reading, reading a, a book on marriage with my wife. Um, cool. Awesome. So yeah, those are the two that I'm in right now. Awesome, man. I tell you what, um, you know, there are, we have to have, we have to have growth in every area of our life, whether that's, you know, spiritual lives, you know, physical lives, mental, emotional, uh, financial. Um, so I love hearing people who are reading uh, books for marriage, especially. Uh, how long have you been married, Chad? So we just celebrated 10 years of marriage. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. And two children? Three? Yeah, we have three. Yeah, six, six, four, and one. So we're in the, the young kid stage. Yeah, they're wearing yeah. and challenging, but uh, so so sweet, so beautiful at the same time. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Wow. Well, um, is there anything that um, you you would like to share about the book or about you know your growth journey that we haven't talked about today? I just love to kind of hear like any you know anything that that hit you to kind of kind of wrap a bow on our conversation today? Yeah, no, I think uh, I really agree with what you said about trying to apply it. You know, um, I think I think with my book or any book, you know, if you can um, just take at least one thing away from it and really apply it to your life to make a positive change, then we're, we're moving forward uh, mm-hmm. rather than just just kind of reading for entertainment or, um, you know, spinning on, on the on the treadmill and keeping in the same place. So uh, I think that's definitely the challenge is is uh, making the the application into your life, um, and I think um, I think that's where we'll see the the growth and the powerful change come. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, let me just um, I'll for the people that are actually watching uh, the freshman uh, fifteen lessons to ace the next semester of your life. Um, go out and grab it. It's a great read. It's 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 easy. It's an easy read, but there's so much profound. Um, lessons in it. And um, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And I, I I agree, Chad. I mean, I think there's so many lessons and I love the subtitle 15 lessons to ace the next semester of your life. It's not just the next semester of college or whatever, but it's the next semester of your life. So um, I think that's really important. Well, thank you so much, Chad. Thank you for being on here today uh, in the growth space. I got to get used to saying that, <laughs> but um, it, it really is a, uh, a, a joy to, to meet um, leaders like yourself who are really wanting to grow, who are making an impact on people's lives, um, not only not only you know other people's lives, but their families' lives, because I know that's super important to you um, with your three, uh, three children and your wife. Um, so thank you. Thanks for being on here today. And uh, I really appreciate uh, getting to know you and uh, look forward to, uh, to your next book, whenever that may be. <laughs> hey, that sounds good. I got to start after it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much for, for hosting. I love, love your podcast and what you're doing and just love the energy that you bring. Um, just positive and, and upbeat. Um, it's just fun to have this conversation with you today. Thanks, Chad. Hey, and one, one last thing. I just happened to, I, when I was talking about your book, where do people go get your book? Um, where can they connect with you? I know before we started rolling, you talked about, uh, you got, you have a podcast as well. That's going to be getting out there uh, relatively soon. So uh, where can they, where can they connect with you more? Sure. Yeah. The, the book's available on Amazon um, and you can pick it up there and, and you can follow me. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. It's at coach Chad S on Twitter and Coach Chad Simpson 
on Instagram. And yeah, me and my old old college doubles partner are starting a, a podcast called the Christian Coach Podcast. Awesome. We're able to sit down with with great coaches and, and learn from them, uh, mm-hmm. hear their stories, um, and uh, just help other coaches grow and be encouraged and and what they're doing. So that's that's what's been new with us. That's awesome, man. You truly are in the growth space and I love it. I love it. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here because I thought you had such a great message and, and uh, you know, I just really enjoy uh, meeting people like you who um, really want to grow, but also want to make an impact in the world. So thank you. I appreciate what you're doing. Oh, thank you. My pleasure to be here. So everybody, thanks so much for watching. Thanks for for listening. Appreciate um, your engagement. Uh, do me a favor. Um, go out and and subscribe. Um, and 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 if you would, please give me a five star review on uh, Apple Podcasts or or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, those ratings really help and and mean the world to me. So um, thank you so much for for being a part of this conversation. And go continue to be in the growth space. 